0: And in five, four, three, two. Hello everybody. Welcome back to episode nine of Grief Uncensored this week. I'm Yako. And I'm Julia. And you know what, we never really we don't do that consistently every we episode. Do that. But we, yeah. <laughs> we need to make sure we do. Yeah,
1: we'll But start. yeah,
0: welcome back. Or if it's your first time here, welcome. And you know what? This episode, we're kind of hoping that it might be your first time here because this episode is directed towards the people who have just recently lost someone. And when I say recently, there is no specific date. So if it feels early to you, listen to this podcast. If this episode, you feel like it resonates with you and you want to listen to it, go ahead and do it. And this is for you. Just know that. But Yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Like you said, like this episode, we've been wanting to make since the beginning because we felt like in the beginning, there's nothing that anyone can say mm-hmm. or says that helps at all. And I'm not even sure this is going to help, but it is a few things that we maybe feel like we wish we heard. Yeah. Um, and we have other episodes about what we didn't want to hear, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is... <clears throat> Excuse me. This is the opposite of that. Right. So... First, I just want to say that I'm so sorry that you're here. Yeah, and I'm gonna start speaking directly to the listener now. It's so unfair. What what you're going through? Mm -hmm. It's unfair what has happened, and it's unfair that you're resonating with this. It's unfair that you even had to click on this episode. Yeah. And we're honestly so sorry.
0: Yeah, it's just a horrible thing. Like, we don't want...
1: It's unfair that we even had to create really... this podcast. Right. That's relatable.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it's unfair that it happened to us. Yeah. It's unfair that... It just sucks. Yeah. It all sucks. And we're sorry that you're here. I can say that other people have been in the same position as mm-hmm. you, but I know that that doesn't matter and there's no reconciliation for that but what does matter is that your life was turned upside down your skies were turned gray and we're here to acknowledge that right now for you yeah so like yako said there's no specific range time range for grief or what specifies as early grief Mm -hmm. it's really whatever you feel like it is yeah um it could go on for years early grief so it it has absolutely no timeline right so we just encourage you guys to listen through to this podcast yeah take what resonates and just leave what doesn't because of course like we always say this is just what we wanted to hear it's things that we believe to right. be true and you know it doesn't all have to resonate with you um but we do hope that some of it does
0: absolutely and you know like we said everybody is different. And this is just our subjective opinion here and we definitely are aware of that so we don't want to like force any advice or any fixing Mm -hmm. there's no fixing is what the point of this episode is that there's really nothing that anyone can say or do to try to fix your situation all you can do is go on and try to carry it with you and you know what as time goes like it does get more manageable to carry and it doesn't debilitate your day the way it does early on but i just want to say if it does do that i mean some people are you know like everybody's different for some people when they're grieving they kind of like to push it aside and just force themselves to try to like live their day day to day and that might work for some people and for other people they might have to sit with their sadness for a while and either of those is totally fine and we just want to validate that whatever you're doing keep doing it if it makes you feel good just do it and you don't have to justify you don't have to come up with excuses you don't have to gaslight yourself into thinking you should be doing something different just do what you feel is you need to do whatever you're
1: doing in your grief is right Mm -hmm. there's no wrong yeah and um you know when when a death occurs there's not a lot of people who know what to do or what to say does anyone
0: know what to do you know
1: even Even us, I I find it hard to find the words sometimes when someone in my life I know has experienced a loss. And so when you lose someone, there's not a lot of people around you who, who really know what to do. And I'm sure you've already started to experience that. And in the early days and years of grief, you're just continually crashing into this reality that you cannot even bear the thought of being true.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It's an impossible truth that is your reality and it's it's shocking and it's unbelievable. Yeah. It also makes it worse that every single thing you do throughout your day and throughout the rest of the time, it feels like, is reminding you of the loss. Yeah. Every step Every second into the future is another second without your person. Right. So it's a constant reminder just being alive and mm-hmm, living and living mm-hmm. a conscious human life that you experience is yeah. lost. There's no getting away from it. And that's the one of the most painful parts of early grief.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Like that thought is really unsettling, especially when it's early. And you're like, how can I continue to live? this life without this person that meant so much to me and like i mean initially like i did not want to fucking live like that's a lot to say and that might be a lot to hear but i'm just here to validate that feeling because why would you want to continue to live this life without sharing it with the person you loved the most or the person that you you know that meant so much to you it's just an unbearable thought of having to Continue this life without them and without them, without their guidance, without their presence and without like having their support, you know, or whatever they did for you, whatever they meant to you. I know that that still stays with you in your heart, but it's hard to believe that at first. It really is. Cause you're just like,
1: it's it's hard to believe anything. I was going to say, it's it's hard to believe anything. And that is still hard to believe now that I'm even able to you know, to live every single day and expected to live for the rest of my life without her guidance. But, like, when I found out that my mom passed away, it felt like the end of my life. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like the end of her life. It felt like my life also just ended.
0: Yeah.
1: And in a way, it did. Yeah. That life that I was living before the loss is... I would say like 98% gone. I live a completely different life now.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I resonate with that as well. Just like the life that you had before, the life that you thought you were going to have, you have to let go of that. And Mm -hmm. it's like really hard to let go of all those concepts. Like we talked about secondary loss for two episodes. It's like the second and third episode. But, um, you know, it's like after the loss, you have to let go of all these concepts and all these things that you were holding on to of sharing with this person maybe people in your life like you're like like we always say it shifts your whole perspective on things yeah. and so that comes with a lot of changes within yourself and in your life you're definitely going to see it and all of that on top of the loss is so fucking painful yeah it really is That's so true and even like hearing the news
1: I remember that is immediately when my life started to get so hazy and blurry mm-hmm. and i started to um dissociate in a lot of moments of my day um of course like the dissociations of course the dissoci- <laughs> dissociation <laughs> of course the dissociation started immediately when yeah. you know somebody had opened their mouth and told me that my mom died but it also continued past that and if you're experiencing that Just know that's very common. Yeah. And you're not alone in that and you're not alone in any of this. Yeah. Um, but processing takes a really long time and honestly you'll always be
0: processing it in a way, you know. Still processing too.
1: And like you were just saying a couple minutes ago, like your whole life is changed after that. Your whole perspective on life Mm -hmm. changes after that. So when something like that changes to such a high extent, it's going to start trickling down into other parts of your life right. and those things are going to change as well. So a lot of times significant losses cause change in everything. Yeah, You know, like an avalanche. So like, it's just going to be a new start and it, it fucking hurts and it fucking sucks and nobody asked for this. Right. I, nobody I, I, I never asked for my life to be switched upside down like i'm yeah i'm i'm okay it's not a choice you made no like, like go somewhere i new didn't want to go life. on this new life path i was fucking fine with my, when my mom was here and i had my college friends and mm. i was happy and i was gonna start a career and i had all these things ahead of me like i was okay and happy and content in that like i never asked for all my whole life path to switch yeah. And you know like it's it's none of it's fair and it's not fair mm-hmm. to have to try and like you know when people say everything happens for a reason like you don't have to believe that.
0: Yeah. There doesn't have to be a silver lining in our, in your grief and there doesn't have to be a lesson learned. There doesn't have to be um a positive thing that you can take away. I mean, it's great if you can. A lot of people say that because it is I mean, it could be helpful to think about the positive things, but you don't have to do that. Not You don't have to be thinking about, oh, what can I learn from this? You could just exactly. be sad exactly. and that's fine.
1: It, there does not have to be a lesson from yeah. this. I'll talk about this a little later. Mm-hmm. But you grow from it inevitably because of all the changes. Right. But there's not a lesson to be learned. There's not a reason this happened. No. Um, I will say, though, feeling that grief is feeling the love that you have for them Mm -hmm. and I've heard people say grieving is the price we pay for love loving someone and when you love someone you're gonna grieve and I've said that before yeah you're gonna be sad and it's 100% normal you're gonna be more than sad there's not even a word I can explain from the feeling that I've felt and still continue to feel.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not sad. It's it's a word that I don't even know if it It's exists. like profound sorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's not even... That doesn't even do it justice. It's like just drowning. It feels like you're literally drowning in pain. Mm-hmm. And there's literally nothing to do except it exactly (laughs) which sucks so i mean which sucks people
1: also said to me in the beginning um like oh it gets easier and here's what i'll say about that because i'm sure other people hear that too yeah in early days of grief the thing is it i don't think it gets easier i think it shifts and it gets different Mm -hmm. over time first of all people also say oh time heals all wounds no, no. Time is not going to heal this.
0: Right. This does
1: not get healed.
0: Okay? Because also, the more time that passes, the more memories pass that you could have shared with them. Exactly. So it only builds, It honestly. builds,
1: okay? And I know that sounds very daunting right now, but here's yeah. what I'm trying to say. If you always have this grief with you mm-hmm. as time goes on, you will always be remembering that person. Right. It It's sorrowful and it's really painful. The grief, and it is always going to be there. And <laughs> I remember on one of our episodes, somebody said like... Um, it will." Oh, go away. No, yeah, exactly. It doesn't go away. You'll it's, always feel this way. Yeah. And if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, wow, fucking thanks a lot. That literally makes me feel like shit. Yeah. Which I <laughs> totally get. Um, but when you look at it this way, it is... The grief is the love. Right. Okay? And that's not to say that you need to feel sad for a long time or forever in order to prove that you still love them. Because mm-hmm. no, of course, time is going to pass. Inevitably, we won't be able to control that. And your grief is going to shift into new things. It's not going to yeah. be you crying in the bathtub, which is what I did. Okay? <laughs> it is... Sh- well, actually, I still do that. It just shit. Okay? Just trust me. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> it changes and it evolves into something different. You carry it... Better, and you carry it differently. In the beginnings, I was carrying it like it was... The sweater on my back. Now, sometimes I could fit it in my purse. Okay, you know okay. Saying?
0: So That's true. And then also, yeah, you've had more practice to deal with it. You have, not deal with it, but just like, you've had more practice carrying it, you know. Practice. You know how to control time. it. Also, you know how to like, you know what will make you feel better. Yes. You know what's going to trigger you. You can kind of avoid these things a little mm-hmm. bit more. And then also, you know, as more time passes, you become like less... Like affected by certain mm-hmm. things in your environment that might have triggered you. Profoundly. Time
1: time does feel like the enemy because you want to stay in this grief forever because it it shows that you care. It shows that you're hurt by this loss. Yeah. And like I feel like I don't ever not want to be sad about it. Mhm. And it does. It doesn't subside. But it will change into something different and you'll have practice grieving because of the time that's passed. So although time is like the enemy and it's like daunting, it's also in another way, your friend, because it's going to allow you to have practice carrying the grief and you will be able to live your new life without feeling debilitated by your grief all the time.
0: Right also it might be a common thing for people to ask you like stuff about them and it might feel like too soon or like you might not want me feeling like you can explain how much they meant to you by like answering these questions or you know like just really like do it justice or even just like you're not in the place to do that yet and like that's fine that's totally fine and also like um this girl, Tessa, shout out Tessa, we just posted her dad on our Instagram for our feature of the week. And she wrote something beautiful about how, you know, there's really no way to describe how much this person meant to you, but it's okay, because it's like, you're a little secret with that person. And Mm -hmm. there's going to be things and memories that you have with them that might just stay between you guys forever. And, and that's, sounds scary on one hand, but it's also kind of like, if you look at it like the little secret, it's kind of beautiful because you have one last secret with them and you have something else to hold on to with that person. And it's just something you guys share, like another thing that you guys will share forever, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Definitely. Um, Another thing I want to validate is like how shocking it is to your system. Like it really is a full body experience it's a full body and full mind experience Mm -hmm. it's hazy it's shocking and your whole body is going through it right and we've talked about that in a previous episode um
0: yeah and it's okay to honestly feel like your loss was like the worst loss in the whole world and it might sound selfish to say But it was the loss. It was the worst loss in your world. And that's all that matters right now, you know? And that kind of sounds selfish still, but no, don't let people tell you that it could have been worse or there are worse situations because to you, this is the worst. This is the absolute worst. So don't let anyone invalidate that feeling and tell you that you should be feeling any other way. Because if this happened to them, they would be sitting here feeling the same way.
1: Exactly. Don't ever let somebody invalidate your grief. It is the one thing that you have, so hold yeah. that strong.
0: Um, I think that really goes into how um, grief is love. Holding on to grief is love, and so you know we talked about how Andrew Garfield in this interview. I think it was Stephen Colbert, not Jimmy Fallon, like I previously said. But he basically said on this interv- on the show where he was like, grief have holding on to grief is holding on to the unexpressed love for the person and if you really think about it like that it takes off like this negative connotation that grief normally has for people people Mm -hmm. are like oh you're still grieving oh you're still like Mm -hmm. you know you're still sad like no I'm just I will never not love this person and so forever so because of that I will forever grieve like you know what I'm saying and that's that's how it should be. Exactly. It should not be a burden. It should not feel like something you have to get over. Exactly. It shouldn't feel like something you have to persevere through. Like you are just gonna carry this with you because you love this person and that's what you do when you love someone.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You're holding on to that grief. Yeah. <laughs> that's Max guys. Max is growling in the background. Yes. We need to talk about how grief feels isolating as fuck yeah there's a lot of things that i've said that grief does okay but a a really large portion of grief is feeling isolated and feeling lonely
0: Mm Mhm. and i wish there was any way around that but at the same time it's just because no one is ever going to be able to know. It kind of goes back into what, uh, your last secret with that person. Mm-hmm. No one is ever going to be able to know all the memories you have, all the knowledge you guys shared, mm-hmm. all these things that you guys had, what they meant to you. No, You can tell them. Yeah. You can try to explain in words, pictures, all that. But no one is ever going to be able exactly. to grasp the full... The,
1: f- the full loss. Yeah, the full yeah. loss. Because in order to feel and grasp and empathize with the full loss, you'd have to know and experience firsthand what that person meant to you. So really, the only person who who really truly gets it is you. And if you understand that, you'll realize that that's the power that you hold. Mm -hmm. At the same time, there will be some people who are not able to witness your grief. And a lot of people have experienced you know, their closest friends or their closest family members letting them down in the way yeah. that they were not there for them, did not say the right things, did not make them feel validated and comfortable. And yep. oh, unfortunately, that's very common. Like I said in the beginning, people don't know what to do and people don't know how, how to react to losses.
0: Yeah, it's a really uncomfortable thing for most people. People spend their whole lives avoiding the concept and... Will continue to do that, you know, yeah. running and until they can anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes people will say things that come off really insensitive. They might be well meaning, but when when people try and distance yourself from it, or maybe use at least statements, mm. or maybe even blameful statements. I want you to understand that I've come to learn that when people distance yourself from the from your grief, I truly hope that you don't take it personally because Yeah. here's the thing. When someone distances themselves from your grief, it's not because of anything you did or your situation. It's because they've seen how painful it is to lose someone so deeply. And they know deep down that they're gonna have to do that one day too because mm-hmm. if you love someone in this life, you're gonna have to grieve hard, okay? They know deep down life is scary. Life is uncontrollable. Yeah. You can't know if your mom is gonna die tomorrow. You can't know, and they know that that's a scary ass truth of life. And so when they witness it happening to you, they fucking
0: run far as fuck from it. And also at the same time, they might not be in the ready. It's it says more about that person than it does about you. Yes, it's that's it's why I said it's more about where they are. Don't take it personally. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's about them. It's not about you. It's about yeah. where they are in. Their ability to talk about these things. They might not exactly. be there yet. You know, one day they're going to have to do it, and then you're going to be like, ha ha, I already fucking did that shit, uh-huh. bitch. No, I'm just
1: <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god. We gotta, we gotta stop. Okay, <sighs> what I was going to say was that, as you can see, feeling anger is very normal. And it's very very normal to feel that anger because you're like what the fuck i just went through all of this i'm going through all these horrible things and everybody's fucking running away from me because they can't bear to witness okay that's them being emotionally unavailable available available. it's them being emotionally immature Mm -hmm. okay you are going through a new phase in your life and you will be able to one day be with people who do. And I hope that you're not 100% alone, that you at least have one person who is able to witness your grief and be there. Yeah. If you don't, I know that one day you will. I agree. If you are vocal and you set those boundaries Mm -hmm. and you are vocal about your grief, you will find the people who Who are willing to be there and witness and empathize with you.
0: Beautiful. Beautifully said, honestly. Thank you. So,
1: everyone grieves. Everyone feels anger. Everyone feels guilt. All of that, Oof, yeah, is normal.
0: Yeah, I would say it's really hard, but it is normal. It's hard to deal with, but it is common, and it's not. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not the worst person in the world. There's definitely <laughs> things that you wish you could have done differently. Things that you wish could you could have said. Things that maybe you feel like you could have helped that person. We don't know. Everything. The it thing, could be is, a thing is not huge number of things. Yeah, but the thing is, we'll never know. What that impact would be if you had said that, or if you could have son- saved them, or yep. any of those things. So, guilt is one of those things that we could go on and
1: on about, right. and there will be a future episode about it. But guilt can feel just like a winding staircase, right. and you know, it's just a constant battle. Yeah, and if you are feeling feelings of guilt, just know
0: that that's completely normal. Yeah, but also. It's so hard to say because I probably sitting here, if mm-hmm. I was the one listening to this podcast, I wouldn't believe anybody yeah. telling me, oh, you shouldn't feel that way or yeah. like be easy, go easy on yourself because I...
1: No, like, I'm not saying go easy on yourself. I'm just saying it's normal what you're feeling yeah, and yeah, you're, yeah. You'll, you'll be able to work through it like everything else and and um, one day... You yeah. might be able to find some clarity.
0: Yeah, I remember earlier on, like I was talking to my someone of my someone about my guilt, and obviously the instant reaction to that is you can't carry that guilt with mm-hmm. you, or you can't blame yourself. But it's really fucking hard not to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. like I still feel that guilt, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: definitely <laughs>
1: guilt is a really big part. <laughs> oh my guilt gosh. is a very very big part of grief it's almost impossible to feel grief without guilt and anger as well yeah um it's just one of those things it's it's like i say you know grief is a million different things in one and uh guilt is a really big part yeah. of that
0: and that goes on to being that guilt builds too to being like oh i shouldn't be in like not i shouldn't be but like when you start to like let's say you start to have okay days where you don't feel that grief as heavy Mm -hmm. as you used to, you kind of, at first you're going to feel guilty for that because you're going to be like, why am I enjoying my life when Mm -hmm. this just happened so recently? Your your life is continuing, which is really Mm -hmm. hard because that person's life has just ended. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, you're still here, and you are going to have to live your life regardless, mm-hmm. whether that's in your bed every day or doing what you want to do and walking your dog or, you know, just doing what you have to do. You're going to have to, at one point, continue. you're going to have to continue on is what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And so and, don't feel guilty for having to do
1: that. Exactly. So whatever that looks like for you continuing on whatever that looks like for you is valid whether you stop crying every single day Mm -hmm. or whether you start having a day whatever it is and you don't have to feel guilty at all for any of those things
0: you don't have to gaslight yourself into thinking like you should be doing something different Mm -hmm. because everybody's journey is different Mm -hmm. and guess what yours is perfectly fine the way it is just do what you have to do and yeah I wish someone would have told me that earlier on because Mm I Straight up gaslighted myself for... Even still, I find myself, like, Mm -hmm. being such a hater. And Mm -hmm. everything I'm saying to you guys right now, like, I sit here and then think to myself, like... I know, I'm like, I wouldn't (laughs) even believe this if I was listening to you at this point. No, but it's really hard to believe, but, yeah, like, you really... I'm... Also speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself too because this is something yep. I still struggle with too. And I'm not sitting here sitting totally. like some like messiah of grief like mm-hmm. I've figured it all out because I'm no. as you can see when we Absolutely were talking about not. grief, I mean guilt. I literally started still anger breaking is coming down up right because now. still
1: still guilt's coming up right now.
0: Yeah, and it's just of it's still all we're still working through it too, so we're not some experts trying to talk down with you. We're literally talking through with, we're trying to come from a place of understanding and talking through this together with Mm -hmm. you guys, because a lot of this stuff is really stuff we need to hear too. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah.
1: I I also wish somebody told me how important it would be to find like some sort of outlet that Mm -hmm. really like spoke to what you like to do and what brings your heart and soul happiness or joy, whether Mm -hmm. it's music or art or reading or journaling, um, exercising. Yeah. Um, Journaling is one of those things that I wish I picked up in the beginning of grief because Mm -hmm. I didn't start journaling for months and months and months. And I kind of wish I had those things to look back to because a lot of times those memories from those days are very... And you would think that you wouldn't want to remember that stuff, but like, and I'm not even sure I would go back and revisit and reread all of those things mm-hmm. that I would have wrote, but I have seen some things and, and it helps you find clarity in your journey yeah. because your journey's continuing and, you know, one day it is going to be time has passed and you're, it could be helpful potentially to go back and look
0: how far you've come Yeah. and your journals can be like a map for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, um, when you're journaling things, sometimes you look back and oftentimes you kind of gaslight yourself into thinking like you haven't progressed or you haven't healed or you haven't gotten as far as you'd like to believe. And having this journal can serve as validation to yourself, yourself validating yourself being like, look at this shit I was writing mm-hmm. in like in the past and look at where I'm at now. Or it could just be like, just to be, for you to remember how you felt earlier on mm-hmm. and remember maybe sometimes there, that you had good days even earlier on, you know? Mm-hmm. So
1: finding an outlet is a good thing. You You need somewhere for your grief kind of to go if that makes sense like that grief is like this energetic ball like in my stomach and in my heart and if I was able to run it out or write it out mm-hmm. it does give it somewhere to go because it builds up to this like very anxious energy inside you and oh my god am I anxious all the time yeah and it does help to have an outlet for those things that's for like sure. pretty much the main advice quote-unquote <laughs> I would give because yeah. again there's no high horse here. There's absolutely no, like, oh, I'm coming to you from the other side. Nope, I'm still on the same side as you, <laughs> yeah. honestly. But I honestly. have found certain moments of clarity as time went on, and that's yeah. kind of what we're sharing with you right now. Yeah. Um.
0: But um, – Yeah, and then also kind of going into what we were talking about earlier about how loss is like an avalanche and – you know your whole perspective changes and that comes with a lot of changes in your life in your in the people around you and in the things that you cared about before and your motivation blah 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 things like this mm-hmm. and th- this is the secondary loss we were talking about mm-hmm. and all that <laughs> makes you feel like shit <laughs> It really does. It yeah. kicks you when you're down. It
1: kicks you when you're down. I absolutely. I love using that phrase because that is exactly what secondary loss feels like. It's like you got kicked to the ground and now you're just getting kicked, kicked, kicked over and over. Yeah. And we have a, a secondary loss episode. If that's resonating with you, we actually have two secondary loss episodes, part one There's and part to two. say about it. Because there is so much to say about it. It's the avalanche that's continuing, continuing, continuing. It doesn't stop. Yeah. Um, and we've admitted to ourselves that the secondary losses can honestly be harder than the main loss. And that's not to say, oh, these things were worse than losing my parent. Right, right. But it made the whole situation harder. So it wasn't just like your parent dies or your loved one dies and then your life continues and, and you know, kind of goes back to normal except for that one loss. No. No. It impacts everything else okay so if that's resonating go go listen to secondary losses because we a hundred percent feel you on that one Mm -hmm. and it is so so hard
0: it's so hard because you don't see those coming sometimes they blindside you oh yeah and you just feel like an accumulation of all these things that are like happening all at once it's like Mm -hmm. a huge life change Mm -hmm. so yeah honestly of course, you're valid to feel whatever the fuck you feel, mm-hmm. and if if that is like extreme sadness, you're not alone because that if like Julia said in one episode, she was like, if I die and no one's sad, like what the fuck? Because that is just what the yeah, yeah. like literally what the fuck? Because th- what no, yeah. you should be fucking sad. You just lost your fucking mom, dad. You saw lost someone very important yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. You should be sad. Not like saying. You have to be sad, yeah. but I'm just saying it's, it's okay. completely it's normal. normal. Like, like yeah, it, what does you know what I mean? Like, exactly. what are you gonna be happy that they that, that uh-huh. happened? Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: another thing is like along with the holy shit, dude. I, I'm seeing 1111 on the screen right now, and five seconds ago when I looked at that, it was five five five. Anyways, <laughs> another oh. thing goes along with the whole changing and avalanche avalanche thing. Take this time of change and pain to delve into the hobbies or the things that bring you joy and I know I kind of just said this but there's the things that you know that will make you feel Calm or make you feel like you're okay, even if it's Mm -hmm. just for one second. Also, finding things that you can do to honor your person. Like, for me, it was like cooking meals Mm -hmm. and certain meals from her recipe book and all this stuff. Like, you have to take this time to tend to yourself and to your soul. Mm -hmm. And I know that the responsibilities don't stop. I know you just can't have constant self care days all the time. You have people relying on you, you have still responsibilities that you need to take care of. But if you can take time to be introspective this would be the time Mm -hmm. that you're the most vulnerable and and you do learn a lot of things about yourself and like I said before like I still believe that there's no lesson to be learned from this this is just loss and it's unfair and there's no reason for it Mm -hmm. and there's never going to be oh everything happens for a reason no there's no reason okay but I will say that you're going to grow so much from this experience. And although there's a lot of growing pains and it's very painful, you're learning about yourself and understanding yourself on a deeper level than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Your wants, your needs, your boundaries, your capacity to love, and your capacity to care about yourself oh. and other people.
0: Literally. That's so It's
1: beautiful. this new version of you coming up Mm -hmm. and it took me so long to accept that 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 version of me
0: right
1: and i'm still learning to accept that new version Mm -hmm. of me and i'll honestly i love her more than i did before she or i love this version of me more than i loved myself before yeah even though i miss my old self when my mom was still here there's a duality in grief all the time Mm -hmm. and that's going to be the constant battle. But there's things that you find in your quote-unquote new self mm-hmm. that gives you hope. And I hope that you know that the hope comes from within you. And, like, that's why it's so important to be introspective about yourself and things that you want. Right. And the things that make you feel good. I hope that made sense. No,
0: it, made so, it was so eloquently said. And yeah. I mean... I couldn't have said it better myself to be honest so it was really amazing and I was feeling like very empowered yeah. by your words thank you and especially I really I mean it's so beautiful that you can sit back and think to your I mean like feel that you love this version of who you are more than like your past version and that's like a really hard thing to like even say because mm-hmm. you know what it took to get to, the, to be this person is a fucking horrible thing.
1: Exactly. So
0: to say that is just like... Of course. You know? And,
1: and But I will say right. that, like I said, it's a duality. So like right. in another episode, I think I've said how much I miss my old self. Right, right. And in a lot of ways, I do. I was carefree. I had less anxiety. Mm-hmm. I could do things by myself. I was more independent. All this stuff. I wasn't damn worrying every five seconds. Mm-hmm. So again, it's a duality. But right. on the other side of that is me... Finding so many new things that I've learned about myself that I love so much. And I've been able to kind of look at my old self and then compare that mm-hmm. to my new self. And although I miss a lot of things in my past when she was still here, I've found a lot of new things to love Yeah, about myself now that really I def- did not have before. And that came from a lot of the things that I found out about myself, which was like carrying that which was from carrying the love and the grief. Right. So, and that's not a silver lining. That's just no. inevitably what I kind of learned from being introspective about myself. Mm-hmm. So, again, I just want to reiterate, like, this is the human experience. It's feeling love and it's feeling grief. It's inevitable as a human. Mm-hmm. And people... You know, people told me, you know, that it gets easier, blah, blah, blah. Time heals all... No, no. It gets different, and you get more capable with practice. Right. In the beginning, you feel like you can't live through it. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can even live another minute. And like you said, you don't want to live another minute
0: in that existence. Um, Even now, it feels like I am... Fighting for each day, and then when I think about the concept of me doing this for the rest of my life, Uh it fucks me up, you know. Like, I really have to continue this every single day, but it is, (laughs) yeah, all you can do is take it day by day. That's all you can do, exactly. And some days are good, and some days are way harder, Mm -hmm. way harder. It's always
1: fluctuating, and you know, like I said, like I did just say in the beginning, like, you feel like you can't live through and you can't get past even one more second with the. Thought, you know, bearing the thought that they're not here, and again, there's no such thing as early. But yeah. even me now, I still feel that sometimes. Yeah. It comes in and out. In it's the like beginning, waves, yeah. it was like all the fucking time. Like, I, I was never not feeling that way. Yeah. And now it's more of like a up and down. I'm right. able to um, acknowledge it as it comes in waves. Right. So that's what I mean by it doesn't get better. It just gets different. Mhm. It's not a matter of getting past it. Yeah. You just learn and evolve with your new grief, your new love. So grieve as long as you want. Grieve as long as you want, grieve as hard as you want, and don't let anyone try and diminish it or take that away from you. Set boundaries with people and hold strong to them. Yeah. Don't let people invalidate you. Don't let people treat you
0: less than what you deserve yeah and you know deep down what you deserve even if you want to fight that or not and yeah be honest with people don't try to push and hide your grief or ignore it don't try to suppress it Um, Mm -hmm. I just know from experience that it's gonna come back and it's gonna be really hard to deal with when you've been neglecting it for a while it's just gonna accumulate Mm -hmm. with a bunch of other things in your life that may or may not have happened after Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just it's just a battle that you're going to have to continuously put some effort into Uh getting through and not getting through. Yeah. Getting through and carrying with.
1: Yeah. And again, like I am still trying to deal with this every single day. And I know that I'm still going to have to every single day, but I'm trying for the rest of my life, which is so daunting and scary because I'm literally only 23. There's going to be new things in the future that I have to grieve. Okay, so it's not going to end. And that fucking breaks my heart. It really does. Yeah. So I'm right here with you guys. So is Yako. So Mm -hmm. is everyone else. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will take this time to say that we do have a young adult grief group Mm -hmm. on our Facebook. We also have a Facebook page our Instagram, all of that we use as a community to find each other that relates to all of these things that we talked about today, but also overall in our episode.
0: Yeah. And we always talk about how, well, from our experience, because we are this age that we are, which is like in our young 20s, that losing someone or specifically for us losing our parent at this age has just added so much complexity in a time that's already so confusing and so unsettling because it is a transitional moment in your life you're trying you're breaking out of things that you kind of felt like you had to do like you you know everything in this life Mm -hmm. up until this point if you follow what societal what the society wants you to do is you go to school you go to high school Mm -hmm. you go to then you go to college and then from there, that's when you first, mm-hmm. at, at least in America, it's like mm-hmm. that's when you first are finally like able to make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, some people decide not to go to college, but if you continue on with this path and you went to college and you did all these things that you were supposed to do, all of a sudden you're left with choices now you have to make for yourself. And you're kind of just left wondering what the fuck that's going to be. You, you know? Yeah. And these, a lot of these things don't set you up to really know what that is for yourself you kind of have to figure that out for yourself and it's so hard to do that especially without the guidance of someone that you looked up to so much Mm -hmm. especially I mean in our case that's exactly what the case is you know and it just is so confusing and so painful and so isolating all these things that we mentioned in this episode like So, truly, like, you're not alone because, yeah, because we're right there with you. Mm -hmm. We're trying to figure it out, too. I think a lot of people our age are still trying to figure it out. Of course, they don't, not all of them, most of them don't have (laughs) the complexity of, Mm -hmm. you know, dealing with grief on top of this. Mm But already, I just want to validate the fact that this is a hard time in your life. Mm -hmm. It is a transitional time. It's difficult as it is. Mm -hmm. And for us, it's just a little bit harder. And Mm -hmm. not to say that other people don't have it hard too, because it it is. It is hard for them too, Mm -hmm. but that's all I'm saying. And we're just here to, you know, come together because I think having people who understand is so important. Mm -hmm. It's really nice to have people that will listen to you and validate you and you know empathize with you in certain ways but it's a whole nother thing to have people who truly understand the words you're saying like it's Mm -hmm. theirs you know
1: yes yeah i've had so many moments where i'm on um like grief instagram and like a little grief community even ours where i read the words of other people and it is exactly like coming from my heart Mm -hmm. and i'm like it is it is such a level of understanding that Mm -hmm. that you don't get a lot yeah well, it wouldn't be a Grief Uncensored episode if we didn't mention Megan Devine. So. <laughs> Refuge in
0: Grief. Um, follow their Instagram, at Refuge and Grief. I think yeah. they're on Twitter, Facebook, everything, all the above. <laughs> so if you're interested, if you're on any of those platforms, go, go listen, listen to Megan. To her. Yeah, go. Because we always talk about her, and she's such a good... Um, she's a grief guru. Yeah,
1: so we literally do mention her every episode. I'm going to mention her again. I'm going to read... end the episode a excerpt from her book called it's okay not to be okay and i think it really truly wraps up everything that we believe and what we were trying to get through in this Mm -hmm. episode okay i'll start the personal is global the global is personal the more we speak of the reality of grief the easier it becomes the more people tell the truth about how hard it is, how hard it is to be alive, to love, to lose, the better this life becomes for everyone, even for those who think that grief is a problem to be solved. Our friends, our families, our books, our cultural responses are most useful, most loving and kind when they help those in grief to carry their reality. And least helpful when they try to solve what can't be fixed. Our approaches to ourselves in our own grief are most useful, most loving and kind when we find ways to keep our hearts open in the midst of a nightmare. To not lose sight of love amidst the wreckage. If we're going to live here, we're going to have to get through this together. If we're going to get through it at all, we need to start being more comfortable with pain. We need to let it go all the way through us without looking for reasons or outcomes or placing blame. We have to stop otherizing one another as a ward against loss. We have to let the knowledge of our tenuous, fleeting, beautiful existence be a real part of our lives, not some story that only happens to other people. Mm -hmm. We have to find ways to show our grief to others in ways that honor the truth of our own experience we have to be willing to stop diminishing our own pain so that others can be comfortable around us. That last part. Yeah, that last part. Be honest in your grief. Tell your story. Tell your truth.
0: Because grief is literally the most painful thing Yeah, And it's already isolating enough. And the more you hide it and the more you don't share it, the more isolated you're going to feel because mm-hmm. the less people are going to understand because they're not they're not going to be able to understand. And yeah, I get that also you feel like sharing these things they might not understand and that's why you don't want to share them, but if they're making you feel if you're feeling comfortable enough to do that, please take that mm-hmm. opportunity to do that because you cannot carry this weight alone. Mm-hmm. You cannot. Mm-hmm. It's a tremendous mm-hmm. tremendous weight. And no one, no one should have to go through that alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we're here for you, you know, and that's, I hope that that helps a little bit.
1: Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys
0: so much. Please, um, yeah. Write to us. Write to us. We have a form. And if you have any topics that you want us to discuss, we'd love some input on those because we've really just been trying to rack up some more ideas for episodes too and then also on our instagram we have a feature your loved one special um feature i guess yeah mm-hmm. where you can submit your picture of a loved one um, maybe that's a little too soon for you and that's totally fine because it requires you to come up you know go through pictures and think of the things i'm going to say um, a lot of people have just said i love them and that's mm-hmm. enough too mm-hmm. so um yeah just if you're open to that you know that option's always there for you to take upon it and mm-hmm. yeah um hope to see you guys next week and yeah sending you guys so much love mm-hmm. and you will get through this you will mm-hmm. even if you don't believe it right now totally Kay. all right see you guys next week Bye.